welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
Monday morning, and we're super excited to be here with you on Hashtag Rise and Grind. We had an incredible, incredible football weekend. We also have incredible guests today. Bob Berg and Darian Sanders are going to be joining us as well as all your favorites. So stay tuned to today's episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Monday. That's right. Today is Monday, January 24th, 2022. I almost said January 4th. Feels like it, right? It's going so fast. January 24th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Monday, January 24th. 2022. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most. And I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Listen, I hope that you had an amazing weekend. I really do. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I hope you created some memories. I hope you got to spend some time with your family. I hope you got to layer a couple layers on top of your business if that's your jam. I hope you got to spend some time spiritually in your church with people that you love. I really do. I hope that you had an amazing weekend. I know that here at the Lundy House, uh, we had a, a pretty incredible weekend, no doubt about it, right? We did some work around the house. This is me working hard uh, uh, yesterday. As you can see, we did some work around the house there. And to be honest with you, we, you know, spent a lot of time with the with the kids, giving them instruction and discipline and behavior. No, I'm just kidding. We just sat around all weekend. It was really amazing. Hung out as a family and watched a whole lot of football. That's right. We watched a lot of NFL football this weekend. I mean, hour after hour after hour. The games were absolutely captivating. Are you kidding me? It was absolutely incredible. Dude, my buddy Scott, Scott, Scott Simons, he was at one of the games. Scott, was it an incredible football weekend or what? Uh-oh, Scott, are you muted? I can't hear you, Bob. Yeah, hey, Glenn, it, it was absolutely amazing. It was great weather surrounded by great people and fantastic football, so we had a blast. Oh, well, I love that, man. I love that you got to experience that, got to spend some time out there on the gridiron. Lolita, Sarah, either you watch any football this weekend? I did not. I did not, but I'm living vicariously through each of you. <laughs> All right, I got to figure out how to take you know out of the screen real quick. Hold up. Look. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Sarah. I was going to say, I don't know if you ever watched Pinky and the Brain, but I think it's like the brain is like the same thing we do every night, Pinky, try and take over the world. And I feel like the same thing I do every weekend, work on breakfast with champions. Right on. <laughs> That's right, what I did. Right. Get out of that. Sarah. <laughs> hey, I appreciate Terrible. that. I appreciate the work. I appreciate the hustle. I admittedly did take a few, quite a few hours this weekend to watch for some football. And I freaking loved every single second of it. There were incredibly, incredibly great games this weekend. Division, this was the division uh, championships games, like going to go to the division championships games, the title games. These teams were matched up incredibly. It was absolutely incredible. There was high impact. Play 
players and like dramatic last second wins. I mean, golly, we had a game last night between the Chiefs and Buffalo and it went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. In the last two minutes of the game, we had four different lead or three different lead changes and then we went into overtime. It was absolutely insane watching these elite athletes, the ones who have literally like put in the work, right? The ones that have put in the work, the ones that have put in the blood, the sweat, the tears for years on years on years, right? Like the ones that have stuck to their diets that are provided by the, uh, provided to them by their trainers, right? The ones that are in the weight room every single day, if not a couple times a day. The ones that went out there and did all the drills that they were told to do this year, last year, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. They did all the drills, right? The ones that have traveled around all over the United States of America, you know, they've, 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 they've moved, they've packed up their families, they've stayed out of trouble, right? They've tried to develop their businesses at the same time, right? Endorsements and agents. And, and then, of course, they have their spouses. They have their children. They've got the media watching every move they make. <laughs> I want you to think about your life right now just for a second. How, how would it bode if the media was watching every move you make? How would it bode if the media was listening to every word you said <laughs> on social, in real life, especially in today's political climate, right? These people had the discipline to navigate all that so that they could get to the stage this weekend. They've navigated it all. They've literally committed their entire lives to get to these moments, these moments that we got to watch this weekend, right? That one pass that changes everything, right? The one catch that ends the game. The one block, or maybe it's the, the, the fumble recovery to kick that one ball that one ball that takes them to the next level, that elevates them, that allows them to step into their greatness. And I think the craziest part of it all, they sacrifice their bodies. They sacrifice the time, the effort, the energy, the blood, sweat, and tears, all for that one moment, literally that one moment. And the craziest part is they never know exactly which moment it's gonna be. Let's do some dancing here on hashtag Rising Ride. <laughs> For those of you that know, and those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right, I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. It's also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you, and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, say what's up, and I'll say what's up back. Fair enough? 
Fair enough. How you doing, Clubhouse peeps? I see you. I see you over here. That's right. I see you, Miss Amelia. Thank you for being here. I see you, Navia. Great to see you this morning. What's up, Kermit? How you doing, ECMD? I see Lady Jules is in the building. Wendy's up in here as well. I see Kim. I see Limitless. Siga is in the building. And when I pop over here, I see over on Facebook, we've got Emily Galler up in here we've got uh, oh leslie lundy is leslie lundy watching today is my wife here on the show hi honey if that's you i'm so glad you're here i also see robert migliaccio is in the building what's up anthony foster angela heath john reinhardt is up in here dolores may jones great to see you that jacqueline underwood that's right dancing out over there on linkedin gene stafford is in the building this morning i love it lady bird is here dr jamesia is in the building that's right. Say what's up. I'll say what's up. Back. How you doing, Nate Wagner? Great to see you, Jeannie Snyder. Jeannie Snyder. I'm so glad you're here. Gorda Maria and Pamela are in the building. My boy Ramon Ray, of course, he's up in here. Good morning, Karen Ramsey. Great to see you as well. Beautiful. Hey, Dolores. Great to see you. I love it, man. I'm getting a little bit of a slow feed over here. So if you're saying good morning and I can't see you right now, I apologize. Do not. But I want to say good morning to you directly. Yes, you. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here with me on hashtag guys. It means the world to me. Absolutely means the world to me. Speaking of my wife, Miss Leslie Lundy, she's been packing up all your morning five planners and sending them all over the world. We've got them back in stock. That's right, they're back in stock after being out of stock for a little while. So if you don't have your Morning 5 Planner yet, you need to go grab one. Go to Morning5Planner.com. That's right, Morning5Planner.com. And you can join us on this incredible journey where we're doing challenges every single month. We're reading a book together like Alexander was just talking about. We're reading Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. We're connecting in our Facebook groups. We're lifting and elevating each other on all the different platforms. So go to TheMorning5Planner.com and get yourself a copy. That's TheMorning5Planner.com. Make sure you join in with all that we got going on. We have an incredible show for you today. Mr. Bob Berg is going to be joining us today. He is the author of The Go-Giver. You may have heard this one, one of the best-selling books of the last couple of decades. We've also got this guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him or not. I don't know. He's kind of an unknown. No, I'm just kidding. My boy, Darian Sam. Sanders is in the building with us today. He's going to be killing it. Look, he's in the green room right now, getting warmed up. I love it. Darren Sanders is going to be joining us today. He is Simba on the Lion King and also one of my dear friends. And so I'm super excited for all of you. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five. Five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. We'll just spend some time with him today here on hashtag rise and grind. Wow, y'all feeling that? We good. Y'all awake now? We good? We're talking about football this weekend. Some of y'all are not football fans. You're like, shut up about that. But really what I want to talk about, really what I want to dive into is why do we watch? Why do we watch? Like, why do we watch the football game? Why do we, why do we clap 
and cheer. Why, why do we celebrate greatness? Whether it's a football game or a powerful dance performance. Maybe it's our favorite artist. Like, why do we celebrate? Maybe it's the top performer in our company, no matter who it is or, or where it is. We, as human beings, celebrate when people reach certain levels, certain levels of achievement. But have you ever asked yourself why? Like, why is it that last night at the end of that game, when Patrick Mahomes threw the pass to Kelsey, why was I standing in my living room by myself with my arms in the air, screaming, touchdown, when I'm not even a Chiefs fan? I hate the Chiefs. Why do we do that? You know, I once had this guy named Grant Cardone on my show. I've had a chance to interview him a couple times. And at one point, I put Grant up on the mountaintop. I said, Grant, you're up on top of a, of a mountain. And you've got two minutes to speak to all of humanity. What would, you, what would you share with all of humanity? They're cheering your name. They're at the base of the mountain, right? What would you say? And here's what Grant told me. He said, if you can see it in me, it's because it exists in you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to see it. You see, when we witness or experience greatness at any level, ultimately what we're experiencing is the very essence, what you're experiencing is the very essence of who you are. You see, we might not be football players or dancers or the, the, the greatest salesman in the country. That might not be that might not be you. But see, inherently, you can recognize that there is something special going on. You can recognize that there's this rare moment in time where you're literally getting a glimpse behind the curtain. And when you glimpse behind the curtain, you end up seeing the person that you know you can be. The dream. The whisper. the proverbial out-of-body experience where our spirits are on fire and our arms are in the air screaming touchdown as though everyone can actually hear us as we take a peek into who we could possibly be. You see, you too can be disciplined. You too can work on your craft day in and day out. You too can eliminate distractions and ultimately navigate through the choppy waters of life. 
See, you too can prepare yourself diligently every single day so that when your one shot comes, you're ready. You're ready. Listen, friends, you may or may not believe this, but I know this about you. I know that you are a child of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. And as a child of God, from what I understand, and maybe I'm wrong, but as a child of God, from what I understand, you only get one shot at this thing called life. And you get to choose. You get to choose if you're going to live this life at its fullest. If you're going to live this life average, mediocre, a little bit above or a little bit below, you choose. And I challenge you as you make those decisions. I challenge you to seek the greatness that exists inside. You see, this week, we're going to talk about reaching the levels you know you can reach. This is something that we talk about often over in the Breakfast with Champions platform, Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. That's right, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do that have reached some of those levels you know you can see. Our goal, our mission, our intention is to pull back the curtain so that you can see the greatness that exists inside of you. So listen, if nobody's told you yet today, I want to be the first. Listen, I love you. I do. I absolutely stinking love you. And as your friend, I'm telling you, we need you. We do. We need the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. Not an average version, not below. The absolute best. It matters. Your decision to show up as your best self will make an impact on your friends, on your family members, on your coworkers. As a matter of fact, you just showing up today has made an impact on me. Listen, we're going to dive in and talk about this more today. Reaching inside, extracting the greatness that exists inside you. And we're going to highlight many, many, many humans who are already doing some of those things that you know you can do. Let's dive in. This is Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. And we got to tell you, we're super excited about the new Morning 5 Planner. If you've been looking for community, you've been looking to connect with like-minded and like-hearted people, people that like to rise and write their gratitudes and their goals, people that are interested in evolving into the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be, then the Morning 5 Planner is for you. That's right. You can go to themorning5planner.com and get you one today. Oh, there it is, there it is, there it is. Oh, where'd my shot go? What up, crew? How are you guys doing this morning? What up, what up? Happy Monday. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have with me today the one and only Mrs. Sarah McCord in the building. 
COO, president, all kinds of amazing titles, and most importantly, my partner with Breakfast with Champions. I've also got my boy Scott Simons in the building. Scott Simons is the, uh, he owns what, five dealerships over there with Carter Myers Automotive Group. He also owns a bunch of other dealerships on top of that. And then, of course, we've got Lolita Walker from Walker and Walker. She's also my lyrical genius that we bring to the table every single day. So, good morning. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. How was the weekend? What are your thoughts? Let's get today kicked off strong. Yes, I'm all in. I'm going to jump in because, you know, when you talk about greatness and finding the greatness within, that's my jam. So when you talked about greatness, wait, first, what did I do over the weekend? I had a little bit of fun. Guess what, y'all? We were picking the, the cover of my book. Ah! <laughs> so I want to say thank you to the back channel for coming on in. So that is coming, coming soon. I'm so excited. So that was the weekend. Um, but let's talk greatness. And I can't wait to hear what everyone else says because for me, the greatness inside of you, people always say, what do you mean when you say greatness? What do you mean? For me, it's this innate ability that is seated somewhere inside of you. It's that thing inside of you that makes you unique, that makes you different, that makes you stand out because I am Lolita Emmanuel Walker, because you are Darian Sanders, because you are Scott Simons. Like it's that thing. And when you can find that thing, you show up differently and intently. So greatness makes me all itchy and awesome inside. So yes, I'm glad to talk about it. <laughs> yes, awesome. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. Because you have so much greatness in you and we see it all of the time. But yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Getting a peek behind the curtain. And then what did you think about that, Scott, when I was like, when you get a peek behind the curtain and you realize that it's you, right? It's what you see. It's, it, it exists in you. What did you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well first, uh, I, this weekend, I was able to go in, uh, to a friend's wedding. So I was in Florida and a business partner of mine named Sean Henry, he got married. And then we went over to a football game. So I got to go to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Rams game. And what an exciting day of football. What an exciting weekend. You know, you get to be around friends, family, the excitement, the unpredictability of these games. But I watch them to see how people deal with adversity. I watch the games to see the greatness in others and then see how I can apply what I learned at that game to my life, my family, our businesses. So I think football is a wonderful sport to get around for entertainment, but also to learn, to learn from others. You know, how did, person, how did these, these teams deal with the adversity this weekend? And I can't remember a better weekend of football that we've watched, just the matchups and the excitement and the unpredictability. So I had an amazing weekend. I didn't miss y'all uh, last week. I was out a couple of days, but I did miss my family here. So I'm glad to be back and see these beautiful people and all this amazing energy. And Glenn, your segment is always leading up to us. Kicking off the show is amazing. So it's great to be back. It's great to see y'all superhumans. Thank you, You know Scott. what's interesting? Glad you're back, brother. We're so glad you're back. You know what's interesting, Glenn, is I'm actually going to flip what you said on its head. I know it's super surprising. Um, but, you know, you're really talking about, I think, the people thinking about reaching the levels they know they can reach. So the people looking up. I will tell you that one of the reasons why I watched football less than I did growing up when I was raised like an avid football fan is because I grew up a fan of the Washington football team. And actually, like, one of the most impactful articles I've ever read traces the journey of what happened since Dan Snyder bought the team. And it shows the fan base at RFK shaking the stands, like 
the Washington team that I grew up with as a baby, right? So like we had the plate from the Washington Post when uh, Mark Rippon took us to the Super Bowl. I met Daryl Green. I had his jerseys in both colors. I met Ken Harvey. I mean, I could go through the list. Massive, 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 massive football fan, right? And then Dan Snyder's installed in the ownership role and he deteriorated the fan base. He took advantage of that influence. He had an entire you know, region in love with this team, obsessed with this team, beat Dallas. It was what we did. It was who we were. And now 20 plus years later, like there are almost no fans in the stands or from opposing teams. All of us are heartbroken. All of us are devastated because he's proven himself to have the wrong values with that influence. He's greedy. He doesn't care about the team. He doesn't care about the fans. And so at the same time that I think you can look up to what people are doing to see what to do. You can also see what not to do and that you can, as a leader, if you take advantage of your people, if you don't treat that the right way, you'll lose all of them, even if they would have like dropped in front of traffic for you. So like, I think that's a really powerful thing to think about as well. You know, another thing I thought about just really quickly as you were talking is sometimes people don't see the greatness in them. You know, I write affirmations and one of the affirmations that's in my 40 card deck is I am the greatness that others have yet to see. And sometimes that includes us. Sometimes that includes me. Sometimes we need someone else to remind us of what they see inside of us so that we can now believe it and get that increased confidence to be able to walk, talk and behave differently, especially when we're losing, especially when we feel down and out. Like sometimes you need somebody else to see it. Y'all, I talked to my nine-year-old son this weekend and he really was talking to me about um, how he gets angry inside and how he has all of these feelings inside. And I had to remind him about his own greatness. But what do you do when people don't yet believe it? Is that we have to just keep on showing up and reminding them about how they've already demonstrated it, right? About why that stuff is true. So just wanted to put that out there as well. It just made me think of that. So thanks, Sarah. Yeah, there's two things that I learned from uh, from Glenn. If I could jump in, it's um, you know gratitude is sending out that encouraging message. You know, on two of the morning five, I did a lot of things. I think okay, but until I really appreciated the people that were around me, until I really appreciated um, you know, what, what I've, uh, you know, my friends, my family, everything else. And then when I started sending out that encouraging message and I put the focus off of me and on others, that's when really I started to, um, uh, really walk into the person that I could be. And I learned that through, through Glenn. So, you know, success leaves clues, learn from others, but then apply it to our lives. Cause there's only one me, there's only one Lolita, there's only one Sarah, there's only one Glenn but success leaves clues. And so I said, you know what? I'm, the gratitude is sending out that encouraging messages have been in a big impact in my life that I learned from somebody else. Uh, so Glenn, I thank you for that. And Lolita, I just wanted to say to what you shared, sorry, Glenn. Um, no, good. Go, go, go. I always think it's super um, affirming when our children come to us with the hard things with their anger with their frustration with their sadness you know that you're that landing place that they can come to to work through it with and like get that guidance from you so i just like i just you know am am honoring your parenting that you're someone who had that came to you to talk through that with you i think that's really beautiful and really important Oh, thank you so much. You know, it's so interesting when we're growing up and we hate our parents and then we end up using some of the same things that made us stronger that our parents or loved ones or caregivers entered into our lives. 
And one of the things I said to him, um, because he says, I'm sorry a lot. And I just didn't grow up saying I'm sorry a lot. And so the things that you say about yourself, like, are you sorry? Would you say that if somebody walked down the street and said, hey, sorry, would you answer to that? And there's this poem, it starts, um, one thing I don't need is any more apologies. I got sorry knocking at my front door. I don't need any more. And we just talk about those things. So I appreciate it. And I think that listening to these things, him looking at me on the big screen downstairs, him listening into Clubhouse when we talk about these things is so important that they hear it from other people. So surrounding yourself with people who are pouring greatness into you is so super amazing. So, hey, everybody listening in, pour in. <laughs> yes, I love it. Send those messages like Scott said, just blend it all together. Just take all the advice into one for sure. Yeah, I love it. Right. Taking taking it, taking that inside work and then ultimately releasing it out into the universe to be able to make an impact in other people's lives. And I think that sometimes we might have a hard time with that. Right. We, we might have a hard time saying I have to take time to self in order to better serve others. I know a lot of people struggle with that, but that's definitely the one thing that I've learned as I've had the opportunity to study uh, more and more. And I almost, I almost like the word successful people sounds a little cliche, right? Because as soon as you say successful, you might think money. But when I study more and more fulfilled people, people that are fully and wholly fulfilled, that are filled with joy, that are truly uh, uh, loving their lives, you find that they take time for self so that they can pour into others. I think it's so, so, so incredibly important. Yeah, the, yeah, the messages, Glenn, that you send out to other people have led to so many opportunities that I'm so fortunate about just because I've kept in contact with those people. And when I send out that message and make those connections, I'm not asking for anything. I just say, if there's anything I can ever do for you, please reach out to me. If anything automotive, anything at all. Absolutely. It does indeed. I love that kindness. We talked about that the other day, right? How when you do for others, how it brings out this awesomeness inside of you. So I love those notes, leaving little notes for people. And then they're so surprised, bring such a smile, whether it's for your neighbor, leaving one in their mailbox, or even just a little note for someone in your house. Pretty cool, Scott, that you do that. And, and handwritten notes are gone by the wayside. Like, what's up with that? Bring them back, right? <laughs> <laughs> handwritten notes go a long way. I know my friend uh, Liza, Scott and I have a mutual, mutual friend. He introduced me to Liza Myers-Borges and she handwrites uh, anniversary cards to all of her staff. She has a thousand employees and she handwrites each and every one of them on their, one, on their uh, anniversaries with the company, which is another reason if you're ever interested in working for an amazing company, actually becoming an owner with an amazing company, you need to contact my man Scott Simons right here at Carter Myers Automotive. They have incredible opportunities. So I love that you guys talked about the good news, the encouraging messages and sending those out because we've got my guy Ramon Ray with us right now to drop some good news on us today. Hey, hey, 
hey everybody good morning good morning good morning again this is good news happy to be here on rise and grind with glenn lundy and team it's always exciting to be here and i can't wait to hear my friend darian sanders gonna come up soon uh handwritten notes indeed unfortunately a thing of the past i try to send more and why do we celebrate greatness why do we celebrate sports especially i don't know why people go to sports games and claps but this that's not my job today it's to bring you the good news so i think i'll stick with that before scott simons says something to me here are three good news nuggets three good news nuggets to start and kick off your day one there's a cool book out how to do the work recognize your patterns heal from your past and create yourself home mortgages are paid off for the first for five first responders to honor their life saving work and five most nutrient dense foods on the planet. This book caught me and the team's eye. Dr. Nicole Leperra, creator of the Holistic Psychologist, and two million Instagram followers, by the way, two million Instagram followers, provides an innovative approach to healing that shows how you to create your own path to wholeness. And a few things you'll find in this book, it's entitled How to Do the Work, a manifesto for self-healing. Is that possible? Clearly it is, the doctor says. An essential guide to creating a more vibrant, authentic, and I think we like this at Rise and Grind, joyful life and how adverse experiences and trauma and childhood live with us and can manifest physically. Glenn will remember early this morning, just about, what, an hour or two ago, Larissa Harrington spoke to us today about that. So that's one segment of good news, the book, How to Do the Work. Second thing we want to talk about today, you know, listen, first responders, whether they're police, firefighters, nurses, and et cetera, they have really tough jobs. One of the few people that have to proactively rush into dangerous situations. So props to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which is always having our first responders in mind, having paid off the mortgage for five first responders to honor their life-saving work, many who passed away, in fact, last year, Battalion Chief Edward Lewis and some others. But our first responders are amazing people. So this is good news that their mortgages for their family were paid off. And let's keep in mind, as you pass a first responder, thank them for their service. Thank them for their work. This is also caught my eye, which is interesting. I try to eat healthy Glenn and Sarah and Scott and Lolita. I'm not always successful with it, but I try five of the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. I thought it would be pizza, McDonald's, or KFC. No, that wasn't it. It was salmon, kale, seaweed, garlic, and shellfish. I'm Ramon Ray. That's our good news for the day. And I hope you're enjoying these good news segments. Remember, keep your comments going in. We love comments on Rise and Grind. So let us know what you think. And if you have good news to share, feel free to do that. Let's see what our team says as we celebrate and talk about so many things today. Scott, I see that smile on your face for one of these good news. Yeah, so Ramon, out of those healthy foods, which one is your favorite? Oh, I would probably have to take the salmon. Salmon with a nice bottle of Coca-Cola. That's what I have to say. I just ruined the hell. <laughs> What's up, Lolita? Listen, Ramon, when you were when you were talking, I said to myself, damn, that's why I'm so dense. I'm eating all the stuff in the dense list. The salmon, the kale, the everything. I said, well, that's the reason. So now I know what the reason why the density is coming no he said nutrient dense <laughs> nutrient dense and calorie dense are two totally different categories that's why you're glowing because you're having nutrient dense food oh thank you 
So well, nutrients, so like salmon, kale, garlic, all of that is nutrient dense. It just, it makes you glow, right? It keeps you healthy. Whereas like calorie dense would be like a Pop-Tart because there are 400 calories in two Pop-Tarts, which is crazy because the salmon and the kale is probably the same. Uh, I know you're thinking that exact same thing, Scott. I know you're doing the math, but actually Ramon, I love the fact that you shared a story with us about uh, mortgages being paid off for first responders. I have to tell you that one of my favorite things about good news is that you always say like, make you laugh, make you smile, but you always fit in something like really meaningful, whether it was that Cambodian mayor, like you also love to share a story with us, like bring our faith back in this country in a time where some people are like, I don't know, are we divided? Are we still doing good things for each other? And you always add those stories into, and I super appreciate that kind of bringing us back to what we're doing here. I really appreciate it, sir. And I definitely try to do that. Keep in mind the audience, because I think, you know, what we're trying to do right on Rise and Ground, we want to give people, make them smarter about their health or something. We want to get people something about their family or their personal well-being. And as you said, Sarah, Lolita and Scott, yeah, it's good to warm our heart and think about where we're at this country and to be more uplifting. Uh, as Glenn Lundy said, his vision, we have so much that goes on outside of that. But I'm glad that you all like the good news of the day. And Lolita, yes, those nutrient-dense foods, you keep glowing, queen. And I'm always glad to be here and serve on. I see great. that intentionality, Ramon Ray. <laughs> so since Sarah brought it up. Because I'm creative, right, Sarah? I'm creative. Since Sarah brought it up, what is everybody's favorite Pop-Tart? What is your favorite Pop-Tart? I'll go first. Oh, strawberry. Yeah, mine's blueberry. Oh, the brown sugar. Ooh, I like strawberry and brown sugar. Brown sugar. You can only pick one. Strawberry all the way. I only pick one. Do I have to eat it straight out of the package or do I get to toast it? Because that's going to probably like affect which one I go with. Straight out of the container. No toast. toast. No toast. Oh, if I can't toast it, then it has to be brown sugar. But if I can toast it, probably with cherry. And it looks like, Scott, that we lost a bet. Uh, Darian Sanders, who's not even on camera, the dude is chiming in Ooh. still and voting. He says it's brown sugar. So, yeah. What can no, I we said brown sugar warms more cold because whether or not it's hot or cold affects the taste of the Pop-Tart drastically. Chime in on the comments if you would even eat a cold Pop-Tart unless you were, like, abandoned on the side of the road and you had no choices. <laughs> That's good. If you're at home, put it in the toaster. What are you, Scott, a barbarian? Put it in the toaster. Yeah. And you know what I do also? I peel off the sides and put it in the trash. I want just the part that has the blueberry on it. So I take the ends of it, break them off. He only wants the frosted part. He cuts yeah. the crust off. No, you can't do that, Scott. Do you, Scott, do you? Do you cut the crust off your peanut no, butter and jelly sandwiches? Just wait. Do you cut the crust off your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches too? Inquiring minds need to know this if it's like a universal. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a peanut <laughs> sandwich, so I can't. Rem I, I, I can't comment on that. But I do take the pop tart out and I remove the corners. And if there happens to be one of my three dogs around, I'll give it to the dogs. If yeah. not, I'll put it in the trash. So I don't know. It's just kind of the Scott. Yeah. Scott. No, this, Glenn, can you please weigh in on this, Judge Glenn? I mean, does Scott have an issue? Darian's already weighing in the back like he's like going cataclysmic. What do you say, Glenn? I'm going to say a couple things. First thing I'm going to say, Scott Simons for the win. Blueberry, strawberry, any of the fruities, get rid of the crust. We only need the hot, warm, yummy part in the center. Doesn't matter, cold or hot, either way, especially if it's cold, you got to get rid of the crust. I'm 100% with Scott over there. Uh, however, I am positive that we will put together a, a survey here, do some research, put it all together. Uh, Sarah and Candace will break down uh, in a Google Drive sheet 
all of the responses and we will figure out the truth because that's what they do is they take a Pop-Tart conversation and turn it into data and facts, brother, whether we're right or wrong. We'll find out in the next week here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. I love you, Ramon. Get out of here with the good news. I stink and love that guy. Another guy that I love is this dude, Mr. Darian Sanders. That's right. This guy's been a friend of mine for an incredible uh, a, a really long time not not as long like I feel like it could be longer it's not like we knew each other when we were like five years old or nothing but we've been friends for a long time he's made a massive impact in my life he's also traveling all around the United States of America singing as Simba on the Lion King uh, Broadway tour so Darian bro what up welcome oh and by the way he's the guy that sings that song at the very beginning of the show you know this one right here Yeah, he's that guy. Just in case, just in case you didn't know, Darian, what up? What up, boy? <laughs> I am so glad you are here this morning, and I am excited for you to share with the audience. What are you singing for us today? Same, my dude. I'm excited to be here. Always love being around you and the crew. Uh, I first, I thought I would take it back to, you know, the basics. Head back to the church. Head back to to where we kind of got together and made some stuff happen but you know i always love when you talk about um people being a child of god you literally sign off every time saying i speak and love you and just want people to know that they are loved and that that they're a child of god so i wanted to do uh who you say i am and start out by by singing that this morning i love it d let's go oh my god let's go Who am I that the highest king would welcome me? I was lost, but he brought me in, oh, his love for me, oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free, oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes I am. Free at last, he has ransomed me, his grace runs deep. And while I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, he died for me. The sun sets free, oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes, I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God, yes I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not again. 
I am who you say I am. Oh, I am who you say I am. Yes, I am who you say I am. Who the sun sets free. Oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Darian, I have got to jump in. Not only am I a Darian stalker and cannot wait until you come to Virginia to come to the Lion King, I will be in the front row. But um, Darian, oh my gosh, when you sing, it just touches my soul each and every time. It is a mirror of who you are. Like your voice is a mirror of who you are innately. And I love that you chose that song first because it ties right back in to us talking about greatness. And like, when you know that I am a child of God, I am who you say I am. So I am greatness. Like I am greatness. It's not I possess greatness. Like I am greatness because I am a child of God. It just means so much. And you can look at it differently because now when you look in the mirror, this is who you are. So my question to you, Darian, is when you sing those words, what what does it mean to you, this specific song? Uh I would say it it embodies what I have been walking through, what I want to live out, what I want want to make sure that everybody understands and knows. Specifically, you get to that bridge of the song when it says, I'm chosen, I'm not forsaken. So many people feel like they are so far gone, so, so, so far away sometimes. And especially coming out of what we have all come out of, they feel like they are detached and not seen and not known. And, and even if the world, even if people around you make you feel sometimes like you are not seen or you are not worthy, we understand and we know, hey, there, there is somebody who specifically came and died for me, who chose to come here for me, and that, that's Jesus Christ. And so because of that, like, I know that I am valued. I know that I am somebody, and I know that I'm chosen. Scott wants to jump in. He is ready. Hey, Scott. Hey, thank you, Lolita. Darian, I mean, you are such a talent, you know, such a light in this world. And, you know, sure, you're talented with your voice. You're talented, you know, in what you do. But, you know, I've never met a person that is so humble and genuine and nice. You know, a lot of times we see people online and then you meet them in person. Do they live up to that person you see online? And let me tell you something. You not only time I've spent around you are that person you're that and a blueberry pop tart with the sides taken off so amazing amazing it's an honor to call you my friend and who 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 um who made the biggest impact in your life who has who is your inspiration I mean you travel a lot you're you know you're gone from your family you're on the road you know what what is your inspiration and what's your why Man, I, w- I would say for me, my inspiration is my family. Um, my why is is my wife and my boy. Uh, they do what I do, uh, or they do for me uh, what I want to make sure that I instill and have for other people, uh, which is hope. 
which is love, which is stability. And, and they're, they're my, uh, anchor. They're my rock. Like obviously Jesus, that's, that's without saying, but I would say that they are the earthly, earthly people, um, who, who keep me motivated and going and moving forward, always looking to move to that next level. Um, not for fame aspect, not for notoriety aspect, um, but for impact aspect for me to see my son and know and understand what I do and who I am motivates uh, him to be better, motivates him to move forward is huge. And for him to uh, be four years old and to dream bigger than I dreamed at four years old um, and to see me accomplish things, it, it honestly motivates me to keep moving forward and reaching higher because everyone looks and says, hey, I am uh, a four-year-old. They see a four-year-old and they're like, oh, he wants to be Superman or he wants to be Spider-Man or he wants to be this Marvel character. And it's like, oh, can that really happen? And then my little boy looks at me and he's like, well, daddy Simba, so why not? <laughs> and right. so when people are like, oh, what does Titus want to be? I don't know, but I know that he has no limits and I know that he thinks that he can do anything and I'm going to help him make sure that he gets there. I love that, my man. And that's what I love about you. You are definitely people first, not just family, people first. And I love uh, you and I have worked together for years. We've we've uh, definitely polished you up when it comes to your speaking on these particular events. I am glad that you shouted out Jessica and Titus. It's okay. I know the truth is that I have been your inspiration over the last decade. It is 100%. Uh, Glenn Lundy, I have pushed you to where you are. No, I'm just kidding, bro. Public speaking, boy. We talked about this. Public speaking. We have definitely talked about this. You didn't say any ums right there in that response and that is a huge progression from where you were when you and i first started doing stuff together darian will you come back and sing another song here in a little bit absolutely my man absolutely thank you d i love you i appreciate you ladies and gentlemen we've got plenty of more show for you coming up we got my man bob berg the author of the go giver he's going to be with us here in just a second we've also got your boy alexander gonzalez who's going to be bringing us in from those social streets here in just a just a second so stay tuned we'll be right back this is Breakfast with Champions, Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. Check it out, man. Breakfast with Champions is everywhere nowadays. That's right. We've got the podcast. We've got, we're on places like Wisdom and Fireside. We're going to Green Room and we've got YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, wherever you can join us. We would love for you to come get a seat at the table. Become the champion you know you are inside with Breakfast with champions. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, with us today is the incredible Bob Berg, which I think, Bob, I think I might be able to hear Clubhouse in the background from you. So let's make sure my man, Bob Berg, we've had a chance to do an interview uh, once before, and this dude's incredible, right? Like absolutely incredible. His book, The Go-Giver, uh, has sold over a million copies that's right over a million copies wall street journal and business week bestseller it still stays on the top 25 porch lights business book bestsellers list it has been translated into 30 different languages it was rated number 10 on inc magazine's list of the most motivational books ever written and was also on hubspot's 20 most highly rated sales books of all time bob is the author of a number of books on sales marketing and influence with total book sales now approaching 2 
million bucks. Bob is today. Buster Bob Berg is on today's Spotlight. That is powerful, powerful, valuable stuff. Bob, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Glenn. Thanks for having me with you. Yeah, I am so glad you're here. It is great to see you today. I know you and I had an amazing conversation. Just, uh, what was that? Just a couple months back, I think it was. You blew my mind then, and I'm excited for you to blow some people's minds here today on Hashtag Rise and Grind. So, Bob, this book, The Go-Giver, that has made it into millions of hands all around the world. I'd love to know a little bit of the backstory of it. And why is this thing so impactful? Well, thank you. I appreciate your kind words, Glenn. Uh, the, you know, it started because years and years ago, many years ago, I had a book called Endless Referrals, Network Your Everyday Contacts into Sales, which was written for, it was a how-to book written for entrepreneurs and salespeople who knew they had a great product or service. They knew it brought lots of immense value to people, but they didn't necessarily feel comfortable going out into their local communities and developing the relationships that would lead to people wanting to do business with them directly and refer them to others. So, so endless referrals was that that system, if you will. I, I define a system as the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical and specific set of how-to principles, the key being predictability. If, if you know mm -hmm. it, that by doing A, you'll get the desired result of B, then you know that all you need to do is A and continue to do A and continue to do A, you'll get the desired result of B. So that's what it was, it was a how-to. Uh, but I, I'd always loved reading business parables because I think stories, oh, yeah. they connect on a deeper level than, than simply a how-to book. And I thought, what if we could take the basic premise of of endless referral, the premise upon which I've built my career, and that is all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust, and turn that into a, a, a parable. So I kind of thought, what is the essence of those people who are able to, to quickly and sustainably create those know, like, and trust relationships and position themselves? as the desired resource in their field. And it's that when it comes down to it, Glenn, it's, and you know this, cause this is you, uh, they're givers. They're people who are always looking to provide value to others. This isn't just a, a nice way of doing business. It's the most profitable business way of doing business as well. Because mm -hmm. when you're that person who can move your focus off yourself and place it on serving others, discovering what they want, what they need, what they desire, helping them overcome their challenges focusing on helping them to get closer to happiness people feel good about you they want to get to know you they like you they trust you they want to be in relationship with you they want to do business with you they want to tell uh, you uh, they want to tell others about you so so coming up with the name the go giver that was easy but the best thing was was asking john david mann who i knew was a, a fantastic writer and storyteller i'm a how-to guy i'm step one step two step three. <laughs> i asked john to be the lead writer and storyteller so you know the book really popping as it did really he gets the credit he, he just you know is able to weave a beautiful narrative around it and um and so i i think when you ask you know why did the book take off as it did i think it's because people were ready to hear that despite what you what you hear from the world around you, whether it's upbringing, environment, schooling, news media, television shows, movies, where business people are portrayed as having to be horrible and ruthless and terrible and right. To, people wanted to know they could operate congruently with their 
values and most people especially most entrepreneurs and salespeople they they want to add value to the world no they want to be part of something bigger than themselves they want to know that not only can they help others but they can also make a great living doing it and i think just people were ready to, to, to you know embrace that yeah amen to that man it's like that whole idea that uh Nice guys always finish last, right? Isn't that what they say? Nice guys finish last. You've got to be, you got to be the shark. You got to be uh, relentless. You got to step on the backs and squish the toads. You got to, you got to, you know exactly whose neck to choke. Which I actually use that in some accountability training. So that's kind of a joke to my boy <laughs> uh, Judge Graham because it is important to know whose neck to choke, but not in a really don't go choke anybody way, right? But basically, you're allowing through your book you were able to uh, touch the hearts of those of us that are not that like cutthroat we're still power performers still want to reach all of those levels but there's a way to do it in line with your core values and who you are to be able to make an impact on the way up right yeah you you just you just nailed it you know you, you you just nailed it and here's the interesting thing that contrary again to the messages we receive from the world around us to the degree that we operate in a, a free marketplace and when I say this uh, free market I simply mean no one is forced to do business with anyone else okay and and I guarantee you everyone uh, it, it, who's listening to this and watching this that's how we all have to do business no one is forced to buy from us right I I often when I when I speak to uh, at sales conferences the first thing I'll say is nobody's gonna buy from you because you have a quota to meet. They're not gonna buy from you because you need the money and they're not even gonna buy from you just because you're a really nice person. They're gonna buy from you because they believe that they will be better off by doing so than by not doing so. And that's great. It means that entrepreneur, that salesperson, that business owner, that producer, if, if they want to, this person to do business with them, they've got to place their focus on providing immense value to others. This is why John David Mann and I say that money is simply an echo of value. Money thunder to values lightning. Mm, I love that. Money is simply an echo to value. I love it. Bob, if I had somebody here in the room that's like, I want to sell a million books. I want to sell a million books. I want to get my message out. To, to, to millions of people and get my books into their hands, what would you say was the, um, what would be like one of the key crucial elements of what you did uh, to be able to distribute this incredible message as far as you've been able to distribute it? Well, aside from having a great co-author like John David Mann, <laughs> which goes saying, right? I think you have to be willing to, to do the work. Right, you, you come up like anything else. You come up with a plan. You learn from others what they did. People who were successful in, in selling a lot of books. Again, it's that the system, you know, and it, it it's that process of predictably achieving a goal. Which which it, it, in in with a book, it's not necessarily as predictable, right? But uh, but when you follow a path now, so what I did personally isn't necessarily what someone else would do. Uh, with me, I went out. I spoke everywhere about it. Uh, I did podcasts and continue to, I do two or three interviews a day. Okay. Mm. And I've been doing this for 13 years and, uh, and I'm going to continue to do it. I do lots of blogs. I'm on social media, always posting, hopefully value based messages, right? To connect with people. So they feel the know, like, and trust. And you know, the, the book because of this 
has gotten into enough hands that people who like the book have spread the word, right? So it's a very referral-based based book. So we've worked hard at it. We've worked hard at it. We've worked consistently at, at, at getting the message out into the marketplace. And then fortunately, uh, enough people have, have really felt a connection with the book that they've been our personal walking ambassadors uh, of, uh, of the message. Well, I love that, uh, sitting there and really doing the work, really diving in, uh, making sure to, to, to being on other people's podcasts is huge too. I think sometimes people really miss that. You can add value by being on other people's podcasts. And then of course you can cross pollinate those communities, which is, is a, a, a tremendous aspect of getting that out there. So speaking of cross pollinating, Bob, uh, I've got my whole crew here with me today and they want to spend some time with you asking some questions as well. So I'm going to take you, grab you. I'm going to throw you over into the hot seat and you better watch out because I'm the go giver. Nice guy. These ones are sharks. I'm just saying. I, I love your crew. I, I want to talk to them and, and uh, hear their questions. <laughs> Hello, Bob. Good morning. This is Scott Simons, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, um, your, your work. Good morning, your work. Scott. Good morning. Good morning. What would be what would be the best single piece of advice that you would give a young entrepreneur that wants to be successful? So, what is the one thing that young entrepreneur that may be watching us this morning? Uh, what would be the best piece of advice you would give that individual? So, you know, it's such a, a great question, and and my my response would be to learn everything that you possibly can about human nature. Okay, what is what is human nature? You know, defined as the general psychological characteristics, feelings, and behavioral traits of humankind as it applies to all humans. So now we're all individuals. We're all individuals. We all have our own needs, wants, desires, ways of pursuing happiness, absolutely. Yet there are certain characteristics of humankind that are the same and we can form patterns because of those. And when we really understand how human beings work, ourselves as well as others, right? Now we're really nine steps ahead of the game in a 10-step game. Um, one of the greatest books I have ever read on this, and please figure, forgive me for turning my back on you. Uh, don't mean to be rude. It's a, it's a book called The Secret of Selling Anything by a gentleman by the name of Harry Brown. It was actually written back in the 60s, uh, not meaning to be published. He, he did this for a sales team he was leading. When he passed in, I think, 2007, his, his widow uh, found the two um, transcripts, two brief transcripts, one on human nature and one on how it relates to selling. And Harry, I, I've never met anyone, I, I had the, the honor of, of uh, knowing him for a brief while, I've never met anyone who really understood and accepted human nature as it was. And I think that successful people, they deal in truths. They don't just wish things were a certain way they 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 accept how things are in the world whether it's physical nature like gravity right uh, it doesn't matter how much you you wish gravity didn't work if you're if you're dealing in truths you don't walk off a seven story building okay and it's the same with with economic nature it's the same with human nature so the more we we understand the truths and so harry really embraced that and he he 
shared with us how to understand and respect and honor human nature in a way that added value to the lives of others as well as ourselves. I did a review of the book on my blog at Berg, uh, com slash blog. And if you, you just put in the, um, the search, The Secret of Selling, it should come up to that review I did. By the way, just so you know, the secret of selling anything, as Harry says, should never be a secret. It's simply discover <laughs> what the other person needs and help them get it <laughs> or discover what the other person wants and help them get it. So, but, but I, that's the advice I would give to any young person, learn as much as you can and, and understand human nature. Hey, Bob, what a great answer. Uh, I would love to also add this or ask this to you is that as we're talking to these young entrepreneurs, one of the things I've read about you as I was taking a look is that you have, you believe firmly that a subtle shift in focus can lead to profitability and increased happiness. So I'd love for you to just talk for a second of how someone, one, one, one strategy of how someone can now shift their focus when it feels like chaos is all around them. And this is so key. And again, there's nothing about this that is martyrish or, or self-sacrificial. It's understanding that people, uh, and Dale Carnegie said this in his classic, How to Win Friends and Influence People. You know, ultimately people do things for their reasons, not our reasons. So if we're gonna be successful, whether we're talking business, socially, relationally, whatever, we've gotta understand that to the degree we can shift the focus off of ourselves and onto others, that's the degree that we're going to be successful. You know, it's the person who says, okay, well, this go-giver stuff is fine and well, but I need the money right now. Forget about this focus on others. I need to focus on the money. Fine, let's play this out. And let's just say I'm the salesperson and you're the prospect, okay? And I really need the money. So forget about this go-giver stuff. I'm going to focus on the money. So we go in there and yeah, I ask you some questions because I've been taught to ask questions, but I'm not really listening to your answers because I don't really care. I care about the money, okay? And when you have objections, I answer the standard objections. I don't really get to the heart of it because these, your objections kind of getting in the way of my money. I'm closing quickly and I'm closing often. And you can tell with every fiber of your being that my interest is in myself, not in you. Are you more likely or less likely to do business with me? And I think most people would say less likely. So now I'd say, let's, let's do something different. I'm, I'm the salesperson and I still need the money and I still are now. So I'm not going, going to deny myself interest, but what, because that's part of human nature as well. But what I am going to do is suspend my self interest. I'm going to put it to the side and just totally focus on adding immense value to you. So I go in there, we start talking and I'm asking you questions, but now I'm really listening, okay? I want to know exactly what you're thinking. I want to know what you're looking to accomplish. I want to know everything, and I'm going to, to gently and tactfully probe deeper when I don't understand because when I'm not sure I know what you're saying because I know that as a human being, I look at the world my way and you look at it your way, and I need to understand exactly what you mean by what you say. When you have an objection or a concern, I'm going to welcome it. Okay, and and rather than just try to give a surface answer to the to the uh, the uh, objection, 
we're going to go deeper. We're going to work together to find out what's the actual root of the objection. What is it that's really the concern? And together as partners, we're going to work through it in order to advance the process. Only when I know that I'm certain what you need, want, and desire, am I going to connect the benefits of my product or service with those needs, wants, and desires. And by the time I ask you for the order, I'm simply asking you to take action on something that you've already told me that you want to do. Now, my question would be, are you more likely or less likely to buy from me right now? And I'd say the chances are probably much more likely. So the best strategy for someone shifting their focus is to understand why the best thing they can do for themselves is to take their, the focus off themselves, to actually place their self-interest to the side and focus totally on bringing value to this other person. Bob, I have a follow-up question on that. Um, so I love these suggestions around how we as an individual can refocus. But my question is, what if there's a member of your team who's like, it's just business? How would you handle that both as a leader or if you were on a team and maybe we're talking about people in different levels, if you felt like that was happening culturally, like how can you shift the mindset of your team from that? It's just business to that more um, go-giver spirit. Well, if you're a great question again, and if you're a leader, you need to be able to teach and, and they, you need to teach them why. Because again, if somebody, you know, people are only going to change when they believe there's a reason to change, right? If, if they feel everything's fine as it is, uh, then, you know, the chances are they're not going to make a change. If you have a relationship with this person where you can say, you know, Dave or, or Mary, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of you for what you're doing. I have so much respect for, you know, for your knowledge of the business. Um, would it be okay with you if I shared a thought with you that I think could help you to, to grow even further and become even more successful? And if they're open to that idea, well, now you share just what I shared uh, a few moments ago, okay, about how actually shifting your focus, there's nothing, and they've got to know, there's nothing self-sacrificial about it, okay? It is still business, okay? Um, but you're placing another person's interest first, which is the most profitable way of doing business. And, and as the leader, it's kind of up to you to inculcate that within your organization. And it can't be, you know, a one-time thing. It, that culture has got to turn. Now, if you're, and that's, a, that's, you know, where great leadership comes in. Now, if you're a person within the organization whose, whose leadership is not allowing you to operate this way, and it's, it's just not part of the culture. Sure, we can lead from anywhere in terms of doing our best to touch people's lives and attitudes. But let's face it, you know, a, a company's culture comes from the top and it works as it trickles down. And so if management has not bought into this idea, it's probably not going to happen. And so then this person needs to make a decision. Are they still able to to serve their customers well, still able to do well financially, still able to, to work within this organization whose values they don't necessarily agree with, okay? Or is it something where they need to look for another place where this, where this sort of, uh, where these values are more uh, organizational-wide? Uh, now, I, and again, please understand, if you're in a situation or if you're watching this right now, listening to this, and you're in a situation where, you know, the company culture isn't what you wish it were, don't just quit your job. This is not the time to do that. <laughs> it's hot out and it needs to be right. So please don't, don't, you know, 
but it's something that we have to consider and it's something that we have to think about you know what we're doing through our work is really the way we bring our values to the world and um yeah and no if doubt. you're in a place that's not congruent with your values then it's it's something that you have to to think about yeah if you were waking your best but you you know you also keep your mind open as well yeah no doubt if you if you woke up this morning monday morning dreading Headed to the office, you're like, oh my God, I want to do this again. Then it's worth an evaluation, that's for sure, to make sure that you're living your best life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my man, Bob Berg. Go grab yourself a copy of The Go-Giver, or do even better, you could subscribe to The Go-Giver podcast with Bob Berg, and you can get more of this incredible wisdom and knowledge that he has 24-7, anytime you want to. You can go listen to it. Bob, I want to thank you so much for being with us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. Uh, we're going to be hanging out over in the Breakfast with Champions room uh, from 8.30 to 9 o'clock, just having more dialogue and discussion off camera. So if you're interested and, and want to hang out and stick around, we'd love to meet you over there, give people an opportunity to ask you some questions. But we also understand how valuable your time is, and we're so grateful that you chose to spend this time with us. Thank you so much, Bob. My pleasure. Thank you all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, ladies and gentlemen, was the Bob Berg, the writer of The Go-Giver. It's so cool. You know, I got to be honest. I remember The Go-Giver book. I remember kind of The Go-Giver craze, right? Like it was a phenomena. And now to be able to sit and have multiple conversations with him is really it's, it's, it's really neat, man. The world is a neat, neat, neat place. A friend of mine, Sarah Ball, some of you guys know her from Rise and Grind, and she posted yesterday that she like submitted a video. She's going after it. She's trying to connect with an amazing superhuman that she knows she can serve, and I just think that that's so cool, and we all should be doing that this month. We've been talking about uh, creating new friends, making new connections, how important it is to level up our networks. That's part of what we've been doing with our Morning 5 planners uh, so make sure that you are jumping in on that if you haven't got your planner already but make those connections we're gonna be right back with alexander gonzalez in just a second this is breakfast with champions me and a breakfast club and dude i gotta tell you i am blown away that's right hashtag rise and grind is back the number one morning show in the world monday through friday from 7 to 9 a.m we're bringing it back baby powerful guests the only way to start your day rise evolve impact together hashtag rise and grind Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Alexander Gonzalez coming to you live from St. Petersburg, Florida, here on these social media streets, getting your firsthand live and in-person reactions to what we're talking about. I'll tell you, the comments have been blowing up about football. I may or may not have selected two specific comments to read. Mary Lynn Wilkins says, why did I run around the whole time away from the TV because I couldn't watch the Bucks?" lose abundant health services said florida is freezing over that's why tampa lost us floridians stunned by this blizzard type weather at 44 degrees is disrespectful <laughs> i may or may not be picking a couple choices because you know the rams whatever <laughs> anyways <laughs> dona maria coming in hot with this incredible lolita walker quote stating i am the greatness you have yet 
to see that also sung in my heart when I heard her say that. And Dora Maria again coming in hot, repeating the quote that you said, Glenn, by Grant Cardone, stating that if you can see it in me, it's because it already exists in you. Christina Howard, uh, quoting Bob Berg, money is simply an echo to value. And Kellogg commented, stating, thank you for the Pop-Tart conversation. We'd love to collaborate, further perpetuating metabolic syndrome, insulin sensitivity, diabetes, and obesity in the United States. That is the word on the street. What's up, panels? How are we doing? Um, first of all, you know I was going to ask you about your favorite Pop-Tart. Second of all, let's take all that back because I actually think that Scott Simons is the new face of Pop-Tarts in 2022. I think that is a hashtag rising sponsorship made in heaven i want to make that happen right now i mean we got glenn on the wheaties box i once got simon's on the pop tart box him with a cut off blue i mean i mean y'all if you have a connection to pop tart we are actively seeking sponsors for the show that feel aligned with our mission uh, are you ready to be the new pop tart sponsor of 2022 with my chubby face i would be perfect for the box i would be i would be perfect so yes oh I'm you don't got no chubby face brother and my favorite, by the way, if I had to, because I chose to um, shorten my life by eating food like that, I would pick, <laughs> I'm being funny, but I'm being serious. Uh, I would probably pick the s'mores one. Do you guys remember? Okay. Are you a barbarian who eats them cold or do you warm them up the way they're meant to be enjoyed? So funny that you asked that. So I will eat all of them only warmed up in a toaster, but I can have the strawberry one for whatever reason. I can eat the strawberry one cold, but... I like break it in half and I like take a couple bites on each side and then I'm kind of done with it. So you eat the middle it is what and it throw is. the outside away. Is that right? So you eat Only if I eat it cold. If I eat it warm, the whole thing is eaten and only if I choose to shorten my life, which I have not chosen for the last five years because I believe look, in health look, and wellness. Look, Scott, look, and <laughs> look, look. I've, I've sat back and watched them pick on you long enough. I am not going to allow this type of behavior. You guys are ganging up on my boy, Scott Simons. It's out of control. Excuse me, I'm just trying listen, to get him a Pop-Tart sponsorship, listen, Glenn Lundy. If we want to shorten our life with some Red Dye 40, we're going to shorten our life with some Red Dye 40. And they, none of you are going to say nothing about it. Scott, I got you. I'm going to fist bump right. you right there. Pow. That's right. Glenn Pop-Tart Lundy, I'm trying to get him on a Pop-Tart box. What do you mean picking on him? Hey, I just, I, no, real talk for the men in the, in the audience. I just was at a conference this week, this past weekend where they, it was a science conference where they said that since the 1980s, let me be very politically correct. Our swimmer count has decreased by 50%. So literally our population is not able to necessarily grow because of the red dye 40, the sugars, and some of the other foods that we're eating. So I'm just saying, you want to perpetuate your family. <laughs> you maybe don't eat that stuff. Uh, you you might have wanted to take that He's challenge like, on a different show, Alexander. I'm just <laughs> saying, really? You're going to challenge the guy with eight kids? I've been eating Pop-Tarts and Pop-Tarts <laughs> every day of my entire life. You don't pick the wrong battle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander, I did see you. I did see you shaking your booty at that conference. You told us you were going to get on stage. You I got, got on stage. I was. I got on stage. I was so excited, and I got to talk for a little bit. But then they said they wanted me to. Leave. Someone was going to win a prize, but to win the prize, they had to do the dance of 
whoever was dancing, and they chose me. So, of course, I jumped, I spun, and I shook my booty on stage in front of thousands of people because I ain't got no shame, y'all. And this is why. One of the best things that I ever learned was from Joseph McClendon III. And he said, whenever you're facing adversity, whenever you're going through anything difficult, you sometimes just got to stop and shake your booty because you can't help but smile when you're shaking your booty. Shake your booty right now, guys, in your seat. We're all smiling. Everyone's smiling. Oh, okay, Lolita's not just Lolita's like, I don't think nothing wrong. I see you. <laughs> Come on in. Let's do it. I'm here for it, Lolita. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Hey, and by the way, uh, Ramon popped off and did a survey. Uh, he surveyed the audience on the Pop Tarts. I saw that in the back channel there. And apparently, um, apparently, Scott. There are, we have a, 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 how am I going to word this the right way? Um, we have a bunch of people here this morning that are wrong. Just, that's the only way to put it. They're just wrong. Um, actually, we got a bunch of hot brown sugar pop tarts. He doesn't believe in it. He thinks that people just hold differing opinions, but there's no such thing as right and wrong. I don't know. First, maybe first, first of all. It's true. It's, it means, I do demand, you understand? I demand, I demand an audit. Do we check everybody's IDs? And uh, do we accept- You want to recount? They only vote once. I recount. I demand a recount. Let's He's in New there. Jersey, not Florida, Scott. I think we're good. Wow, I love it. <laughs> Alexander, hey, look at you getting us in all the trouble this morning. I'm just saying, I'm going to need to re-go through some some hashtag rise and grind. Well, this is what happened is I decided to show up with the superhero name that Glenn Lundy gave me, and that's- the Velvet Hammer. And mm, so when the Velvet yeah. Hammer comes to have some fun, mm, he's got to show right. up and show out, y'all. I'm changing your Keep title your on the shot. I'm changing your title on the shot. I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Alexander, thank you so much for being here with us on Hashtag Rising Grand this morning. It's always a plum pleasing, a pleasure to have you in the building. <laughs> Another guy that we absolutely love spending time with is my man, Darian Sanders. And Darian promised he would come back for another song so that we could shake our booty. That's right. Shake our booties this morning. So I'm going to hand it over to Darian. Round two, D. Let's do it. What's up, y'all? You know, I got to chime in just a little bit because I was in the back channel just quiet. But I just want to say, can I can I get on a Pop Tart box? That's what I think. I mean, yeah, I let's do it. Cereal boxes, but can I can I start the Pop Tart box trend? Is that okay? I mean, you're actually gonna have to arm wrestle Scott Simons for it, but uh, whoever is victorious, y'all get to be on the first Pop Tart box. No, well, look, let's only go. if you eat it. Only if you heat the Pop Tarts and eat the edges once they're nice and hot and toasted. Well, that's what I said. Do you do you heat your Pop Tart up, or are you a barbarian who eats them cold? And that's actually wrong. Let's let's be real. Sorry, 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 Candace. Don't get mad at me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to. I had to chime in real quick. So we're we're not gonna shake our booties this morning to wrap it up with uh, my last song, but I am gonna do one that will warm your heart. It's one of my favorites. I love it dearly. Hopefully you love it as well. I'm gonna do a little acapella version of Man in the Mirror. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference. I'm gonna make it right. As I turned up the collar on my favorite winter coat 
This wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see their needs? Oh, willow deeply scarred, somebody's broken heart, and a one-man soul. They follow each other on the wind, you know, cause they've got nowhere to go. That's why I want you to know I'm starting with the man in the mirror and I'm asking him to change his ways and no message could have been any clearer if you want to make the world a better place take a look at yourself then make a change I've been a victim of a selfish kind of a love it's time that i realize that there are some with no home not a nickel to loan could it be really me pretending that they're not alone oh willow deeply scarred somebody's broken heart and a washed out dream they follow the pattern of the wind you see because they've got no place to be that's why i'm starting with me i'm starting with the man in the mirror and i'm asking him to change his ways and no message could have been any clearer if you want to make the world a better place take a look at yourself then make a change Karen, <laughs> this is such a full circle moment because i remember you singing that song at the breakfast with champions consortium in new york city and it was like a scene from a movie like i have to tell you like there were a few times that weekend where i was like something special was happening but like when you started singing and everyone was singing with you and then like raising money for your album i literally it was it was magical and so it's such like a cool full circle moment to hear you singing that again this morning so special absolutely i love it i love it sometimes we have to remind ourselves that i'm i'm looking in a mirror like i have to look at the man in the mirror if i really want to make a change and i remember you know sometimes we blame other people for things that's happening in the world but what if we looked in the mirror and just said what's a small step that i could take today oh, so good thank you darian you almost got tears out of my eyes if you would have kept on going Darian, that, was, that was simply amazing and you know i can't sing i can't dance but i can eat some pop tarts for sure but uh you're just an amazing human being so talented i cannot wait to come see you in richmond um on tour so it's just it's an honor for me to call you my friend and i love you bro amazing oh it's gonna be a richmond party i hear it already all right daggone right we'll be there I'll be there. We'll be going with you. We're going to make it happen, y'all. It's going to be good. He Simply said, amazing. can't sing, can't dance, but he can eat some Pop-Tarts. <laughs> on, on that note, 
I'm just going to let y'all know. Go follow my man, Darian Sanders. He's blowing up on TikTok right now. If you want to see what it's like to be the Lion King on Broadway, go to TikTok. He's always showing all kinds of stuff behind the scenes over there. What's your TikTok handle, Darian? Everything on social media is always underscore Darian Sanders underscore underscore darian sanders underscore that's underscore darian sanders underscore you the man brother i love you thanks so much for being with us here on hashtag rise and grind kill it tonight wait you're in kentucky no you're in detroit no we we finished in nashville yesterday oh that's right i got a few days here in kentucky until we head to detroit all right man well have fun with the family then today and uh, we'll see you back here on rise and grind again super soon i am positive of that ladies and gentlemen it's been a great show this morning here on hashtag rise and grind tapping into the greatness of bob berg tapping into the greatness of darian sanders obviously tapping into the wisdom that each of you bring to the table including ramon and alexander and all they do i mean i gotta tell you this is this has been a good one this has been a good one and we figured it out. This is really good. That we have a lot of weird people that eat pop tarts in some really strange ways, <laughs> is what we learned. But I think I think we learned a lot today. Look, every time we talk, I learn something new. So Scott put in the back channel. Stick around, and you'll find out other little tidbits about me. So Scott, listen, I just want to ask you to challenge yourself today because I know you have pop tarts in the house. Just go ahead and put it in a toaster oven. Pull it out and try those edges. They just bring everything to life. I just. Think of me when you just bite right into it. No <laughs> pop tarts. So we've got an emergency going on here right now. And you know, if anybody wants to take my face and put it on a pop tart and you know and share it and across any of the socials, you know, just just tag, you know, rise and grind. Uh just tag it so we can find it. And uh, if anybody wants to put here, my Scott, face, we can just get them a good clean shot right here. I'll take this uh I'll take the title off the screen. So there you, there, there you go. There's there's the shot for your Pop-Tart box. If anybody wants to do that, I think that that would be awesome. With all, my fame, with all my fame and fortune that this is going to bring, I promise I'm going to be a good steward to everybody's hard work and pushing this and making it. You know it what? Actually, with the one minute we have left, so Glenn's on a Wheaties box, Scott's on a Pop-Tart box, Lolita, I need to know. I'm obviously on like a coffee, like a coffee box. Let's be real. That's like my ethos. What are you, what are you, what's your breakfast box? Let's, let's you know what my box is? Okay, I got it. My box is a beautiful jewelry box. When you open it up, there'll be necklaces and earrings. And I need that to know what are you I'm on a coffee K cup box like you have to pick a food or drink that's related to breakfast see actually Lolita I want to thank you because in the olden days on clubhouse this is what Marvin would do and this is why he lost every game I ever ran he would take it to some like esoteric like thoughtful place and I would be like that's not the game you lose the game is what breakfast yeah, food or beverage do you go you with and you said jewelry so Marvin Reed Hold on, Marvin. Y'all, Marvin is recovering from COVID. Wherever you're watching Aww. right now, in, in bed, on your couch, I just want to let you know that Lolita intentionally lost that game in true Marvin style by coming up with something that was outside of the rules of the game. She brought your spirit to the show by making sure she lost it. Brilliant. You were not clear in communication about the rules. Let's I said, Wheaties, Pop-Tarts, coffee, 
You said jewelry. You I'm can't gonna, eat that. I'm going to chime in on this one real quick. I'm going to chime in on this real quick. We're going to settle this right now. And here's how we're going to settle this. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for being with us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. We're going to be hanging out over in Clubhouse having more discussions about Pop-Tarts and jewelry boxes and all the other things. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure you share it out with all your friends. Drop us a comment. Let us know you're there. We'll make sure to say, uh, say good morning back to you. Have an incredible day. See ya. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.